Now, joining me on the line right now is the CEO of Hospitality here in the Northern Territory, Alex Bruce. Good morning to you. G'day, Katie. Alex, out on the road this morning, I understand. Beautiful daily waters. Oh, what are you doing out there? Uh, look, we're stopping at all the roadhouses and wayside inns. Um, they're very, very important members for us. And, you know, uh, they've had such a mixed mixed year, as, as we all have. Um, but it's just good to, now that the school holidays are over, get down the track, spend a bit of time with them, see see what's happening, what's what. You know, pretty oh, good. Half your luck, mate. I reckon that sounds like a, a great thing to be doing, travelling around the Territory. Now, Alex, um, what was your reaction to the announcement yesterday about the mandate for the vaccination for COVID? Yeah, nah, look, it's caused a fair bit of uh, concern in our industry. Uh, our, our phone lines and email system definitely lit up over the last 12 months, uh, 24 hours uh, since the announcement. Uh, we... We support everything that's been going on uh, with this health perspective. You know, you and I have spoken about this yep. for the last 18 months. Uh, the importance of uh, the health of Territorians, our workers, our staff, our customers. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't take that for granted, uh, and we, we understand why these things that are occurring. So, the vast majority of our workforce, we've been having that respectful discussion with them for a few months now, saying, "Look, it looks like this is what's going to happen." Uh, there's a few issues around how far does this go? Does it include the kitchen staff, you know, the, the, the people that make the beds in their hotels? Uh, yep. Things like that. Are they forward-facing? Are they in customer service roles? Um, the, the government's been pretty good. They've, they've provided a Q&A that we've distributed already, uh, but it, it'll just be some of those decisions that each individual business now needs to make on whether the worker is in a mandated required position or not. Once that decision's made, though, it's relatively simple for us. You know, we've got our responsible service of alcohol registers, we've got gaming ones, so we'll just have another register where we protect that information. Yeah. Alex, I mean, I know that you said it it is causing quite a bit of concern. Is the major concern uh, that not knowing exactly which jobs need to be included, or or what is the major concern for you guys? Yeah, it's how... What information do I now need to ask for? Is is some people have got it on their iPhone? Will will, will that work if they show me that? What kind of record? So, the government yesterday said that they'll be producing a, a register for us, a template that we can distribute. So, you know, I've cited this because mm. there's about four different types of um, uh, certification or, or, or documentation that you can show. Um, so, how do we record that? We keep it safely in the manager's office. All the rest of it, no dramas. It's probably that assessment of which positions or which employees um, does this affect. And, and the other thing we are hearing, unfortunately, from a lot of our members is, you know, we're already challenged with a workforce shortage. Yep. Uh, uh, there is a concern that this makes the problem uh, that little bit harder to, to tackle. Uh, again, though, we do need to see, and our understanding is from government, that this is coming in across the country and we do need all of our uh, workers that are, uh, vaccine hesitant, uh, just to be mindful of that. Don't up, up sticks and move into state. Our, our, our understanding is this is coming in across the country. Yeah, that was actually going to be the next question that I was, you know, that I was going to ask. Are you concerned that you could actually lose staff who travel into state now that we realistically do have uh, the strongest vaccine laws? Look, a little bit of that, and our preference probably would have been that national cabinet. Uh, announced across the country 
what, what the rules were and that there is that consistency across the country. Um, we understand that is in train and each individual state and territory are making their own uh, decisions on it. But uh, we, we, we would hate to be in a predicament where we do have ultimately a, a system up here that it isn't shared across the country because then the, the real real risk for us is that we do lose people into state. Alex, I mean, are you like? Do you think that you you are at a risk of of that happening anyway? Because at the moment, I know the chief minister certainly, um, you know, some would say being quite strong and come out with this, uh, you know, with the the rules that he came out with yesterday. Others would say, you know, very heavy handed, considering that uh, some of our other locations where they actually have COVID active in the community um, don't even seem to be going this hard. Uh, look. Our, our industries, like like the community more broadly, there there are a range of views. We respect the right of people to have those different views. We continually have to have that conversation uh, in our industry on the information flows and the access and where people are getting their data from and all the rest of it. So, yep. look, we we don't like heavy-handed approaches. On this one, though, we by and large we understand and appreciate what the chief. Uh, Hugh Heggie, the rock god that he is, you know, the chief health officer. Yep. We understand what they're doing, and they're, they're they're pretty upfront about it. So we're quite pragmatic, you know. Uh, there are there are absolutely people in my industry that are not happy with what's going on, um, but the reality is we just we just knuckle down and make it work, you know. And um and just finally, you know, when it comes to uh, to the holidays and over the Christmas break, do you think that the news yesterday or that uh, the announcement from the Chief Minister yesterday when it comes to uh, potentially being able to home quarantine, did that give you any comfort in terms of seeing travellers back in the Northern Territory over that Christmas period? Uh, again, that November plan, if you want to call it that, that might yep. come in at some point in November or maybe early December, it's an important next step. It's really good uh, for Territorians that are looking forward to going into state to see loved ones that they haven't been able to see for a long time. It, it doesn't particularly help bona fide tourism travel. Uh, no one's going to home quarantine in a hotel room for 14 days before they start their their their, their exciting experience with us. So. Mm. You know, uh, with Glenn Hingley and others, uh, we've been quite strong in our advocacy towards government that we need to move beyond this next stage, um, preferably sooner rather than later, but by end of February at the at, at the latest, so that we can really knuckle down and crack on with a strong dry season next year. Yeah, yep. Well, I agree with you, Alex. I think we do need, uh, you know, we've got to have those really sort of strong plans in place so we all know what we're heading for and uh, and when we're going to be able to see those travellers back in the Territory. But also, if you've got family interstate, you know, knowing when they're going to be able to come and visit or you're going to be able to travel again as well. That, that, that's it. And um, we do need to accept to learn to live with COVID. And if that requires a level of mandatory vaccination in ours and other industries, you know, fair cop. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah. Well, Alex Bruce, always good to catch up with you. Uh, all the best out on the road, mate. Um, hope you have a good trip and we'll talk to you again very soon. Yeah, cheers, Katie. I'll just keep jogging on. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Thank you.